0: I'm Shelley Carney, Livestream Coach. As a content creator, I've learned a lot about making videos, creating podcast episodes, writing blog posts, and doing it all consistently. I'll share my tips and tools with you, along with a few stories that illustrate my livecast lifestyle. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to my show. Today, we're talking about the live cast lifestyle and how consistency can really power you up so you can move from zero to hero with all of that power of consistency. Um, As beginning content creators, the most challenging obstacle is putting out content consistently so we can grow an audience. It's hard to overcome things like overwhelm, uh, burnout, and not understanding uh, all the many facets and, and technologies that are involved. But once you have a framework and a schedule that you can follow, life becomes easier. And uh, we're going to talk to you more today about that particular framework. I'm going to share mine with you. My Zero to Hero Consistency Strategy, especially when it comes to using the content consistency framework and schedule that I've developed. When you implement these few simple steps, you can consistently upload videos, podcast episodes, and blog posts every week while having fun and feeling confident. So let's get into that. How do we get started? Well, if you haven't yet and you want to gain visibility for your brand and business, connect with your target audience, and quickly create engaging content every week, start by grabbing my super-efficient content consistency framework and schedule at framework.agkmedia.studio. Get that download. Watch this video. Put the two together. You will be golden. All right. But why? Let's start off with why is consistency important? And I'm going to outline a few of the ideas about consistency that makes it so important. But I think we all recognize that it's important. But let's start with igniting the power of the compound effect. So, every little habit, every little detail that we add on, it all adds up, right? Eventually, we have an amazing amount of content in our portfolio, even though we've only made one video a week or two videos a week or whatever it is you want to start with. Um, I suggest at least one video a week. And as you go throughout the year, you'll notice all of this compounding and in growing, and it helps you to build momentum. You feel like, I'm on a roll here. I'm going to keep going. I, I've got this down now, so I'm going to keep going, and I don't want to miss my regularly scheduled commitments. It's just like when you go to the gym f- frequently on a schedule. You say, I don't want to miss, because if I miss one gym day, I might miss two or three or that adds up that not doing also adds up just the same way that doing adds up, right? (laughs) So Toby says, this is a great topic for your viewers. Thank you, Toby. I appreciate that. I think it's a great topic for everyone. Everyone who wants to be consistent, meet the expectations of your audience, your audience, will begin to look forward to seeing you at the same time every week if you are consistent and they'll be consistent. Uh, You can stay top of mind. That means when your audience hears and sees you frequently, they think of you first when they have a problem or a need that you could solve or fulfill. Uh, Next, you can stand out from the competition. Nurturing your relationship with your audience through frequent communication gives you the edge of your competition. I was speaking with somebody last week, uh, Kevin Palmieri on messages and methods. And he gave a story about how he was on vacation with his wife. They went to visit a restaurant they had been looking forward to going out to eat at, and it was closed. Uh, it was closed due to some unforeseen circumstance. They got there, it was closed. They had to find somewhere else to go eat. So he missed out on trying that restaurant. He went to a different restaurant. Now that restaurant is his top of mind and he's more likely to return to that other restaurant because he's tried it and it was there for him. That's the power of consistency. It helps you to stand out from the competition when you're the one who is always reliable. You're always there with the answers. Another thing is you can commit once and you don't have decision fatigue. What does that mean? Well, our brains are like trying to conserve energy all the time. And part of that conservation of energy is to make a decision and stick with it and not change your mind because that would require a whole new set of decisions. So once we've made a decision, it's easier for our brains to just stick with it and keep doing the same thing over and over. And when we have to make new decisions all the time, we get fatigued by that. So If we commit once, then we don't have that decision fatigue. We just keep doing the thing that we had planned to do, and we don't have to worry about that changing of our minds. Uh, And we learn more through frequent repetition. The more you do it, the more you learn, the more it is instilled in you, and you can start doing things on autopilot. When we first learned to drive a car, how hard was it right oh my gosh which one's the brake which one's the which one's the gas which one is the clutch if you had to learn a stick so there's a lot to learn <laughs> i have a great little comment here in the show grant michoko says as someone who's been podcasting since 2004 i've always said the best way to build an audience is to pick a schedule and stick to it Grant is one of my, well, I would say Grant is one of the very few people I look up to as as a content creator who is very consistent. Um, He taught me a lot. He inspires me to be consistent, too as i was saying if you're if you're learning to drive a car you have you're really hyper aware of everything and it's exhausting but once you've learned to drive a car nowadays you can just drive and you're not even thinking about uh, what you're doing or where you're going if you've been to the same you know like you're driving home from somewhere that you you know that you're used to you may not even be aware of all the moves that you're making because you're on autopilot when you're consistent with your work it becomes the same way. Um, I listened to a podcast called This Old Marketing, and they took a year off from their podcast. And they talk about how when they took that year off, they lost hundreds of subscribers. So it's important to stick with your content and put something out, or at least tell people, I'm going to be gone for two weeks, and then I'll be back. You know, let them know this is happening and I'm going to be back. But in order to stay consistent, maybe I'll give you something uh, from an old episode. Yes. Uh, So let's move on. (laughs) Establish your minimums. This is really important to me. Uh, I need to know exactly what I have to get done in order to get my shows out every week. And I have for that reason created a framework and a schedule so i know my minimums it includes foundational tasks things that um you know are the foundation of my shows you know i need to know is this uh is this a podcast? Is this just a live cast? Is this a show that requires video editing? Is this a show that has guests? And if it has guests, I need a workflow for guests. So we have foundational tasks that we have to establish. And, um, We have routine habits that we do. Every day or every week, we do a routine. In the mornings, I get up and I do my journaling and I do my meditation. And then I will have my uh, breakfast after that. And I go for a walk if it's not raining all day like it was today. There are certain habits that we put into a routine so that um, we can accomplish those things that we need to accomplish like feeling good or staying healthy and uh, staying on on track with our content creation. Um, we want to adopt the lifestyle and the identity of a content creator. I, you know, when, when you adopt the identity of a live caster, things that a live caster does becomes your lifestyle it becomes your identity and you won't feel aligned if you're not performing the tasks of a podcaster or a livecaster. and i love to wear my shirts that say i am a podcaster or the name of my show it helps me to express my identity in the world and i feel proud about it um avoid overwhelm right too many things going on at once. That's what this picture is about. I can't get it all done all at once. So what can I get done? What are the most important things that I must get done on that day? And when I know my minimums, then I know that's the only thing I have to get done. And then I can relax. Then I don't get so overwhelmed. Get support when you need it. Um, When I traveled to Arizona and spent time with my family throughout June, I needed some support uh, to get things done. When I was recovering from surgery, I needed additional support to make sure that the shows kept going, even though I wasn't able to participate those weeks. So I have partners who can step up and take over on those um, things, uh, get the shows done when I'm unavailable. And If the same thing happens to them where they cannot be there, then I can step up at those times. So having those partners or even family members who can step up and help uh, get you through those times when you have a crunch, then you know if you've established your minimums, you know exactly what it is that needs to get done, and you can get those things done, or you can assign them to people who know how to do them. And lastly, add on. When you're comfortable, when you have your minimums established, you go, you put them into your routines and your autopilot. Then you know, Hey, look, I have this time available now so that I can do other things. I can get, uh, I can get other things done. I can create a digital product or I can collaborate with somebody on something. I can do a summit. I could go to a conference. I can create a book, right? book. Uh, (laughs) There are things that you can add in once you're comfortable doing your minimums every week. So here is the content consistency framework that if you would like to get the download, again, this is what you'll get if you go to framework.agkmedia.studio, and it gives you the consistency framework, but I'm going to explain it today so that uh, when you print this out, put it up on your wall. You have a good understanding of what everything is there and what what it means and why it's there. So the content consistency framework includes number 1, a weekly live video presentation or interview. Number 2, automatic social media posts which happen before your stream, during your stream and after your stream. Number 3, podcast and number 4, blog. All that's happening Every week, And I drew it in a circle and I call this the live stream first framework because you always start with a live stream that circles around into social media posts and podcasts and blog posts. Now this one's okay and it might help some of you to visualize what's going on, but the next one is the one that made the most sense to me. So here we have social media posts three times, right? One, two, three. The first time is when we schedule the show on StreamYard. StreamYard creates social media posts for us. Then, uh, as you can see, the gray stuff is like automatic, and the green stuff you actually have to do. So with the green arrow, you actually have to show up for your live stream, like I'm doing now. And then it's automatically going to social media, right? Because uh, right now I'm going to my Facebook profile, my Facebook page, Uh, my LinkedIn, uh, let's see, YouTube channel and Twitter, all of those are set up and I'm automatically posting this video to all of those sites right now live. And then what happens is um, it automatically, after the stream, it goes to my social media scheduler app and sends out more posts automatically. So that's awesome. All right. So what do we got there? Okay. So the live stream produces a podcast and a blog and all of those social media posts. So when you set it up the first time, all of this is going to keep on happening every week and help you build that momentum. There are a few things that require a one-time setup. Uh, In-home studio setup, you only have to do that once branding assets setting up your branding assets that would be your intro and outro videos and your background your logo and your images all of that uh you can put together one time for each show that you're creating. Uh, personally, I'm on four shows, but let's start with one show. <laughs> and You're gonna be creating your intro and outro videos, your background, your logo, and your images. Now, if you do not know how to do intro and outro videos, you can contact me and I can help you with that, or you can go through Fiverr and uh, that somebody can help you with that there as well. Then you'll set up your YouTube channel, which is connected to your Gmail account. You'll set up your social media platforms and a social media scheduler. Now, the platforms are things like your LinkedIn, your Twitter, uh, what else, Uh, Facebook uh, page, Facebook profile, Facebook groups, if you want, um, your YouTube channel, all of those things set up one time and you may even already have all of that set up. So all you'll need to do is connect it to StreamYard and then it will automatically go out when you live stream. Now your social media scheduler is an application where you will connect uh, your you'll connect your pu- publishing publishing platform. So your your videos, your podcast and your blog will all go in It will ingest that and then it will send it out to the places you designate like Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, all of those places. It sends it out and this is an automatic process. Once you've set it up, it just does it and you can just keep checking on it and make sure it's still working, but it's going to do it without you having to do anything extra. Those are a wonderful help. I love those. Uh, You'll set up your podcast platform, and that would be something like, um, well, what we use is Anchor, or you might use Libsyn, or you might use uh, Captivate or Buzzsprout. There's a ton of them out there. Uh, if you're just getting started and you have no money, try Anchor. And then your blog site. Uh, yeah, it could be a WordPress site, or it could be on your website. and You want to get that set up to go. Then we're going to do pre-production. Now, with pre-production... <laughs> well, there's pre-production, there's production, and then there's post-production. And they're pretty self-explanatory, except here's the thing. When I was in uh, my film tech class back in 2011, 2012, there was this joke about when uh, th- things would happen on set that you were not prepared for or a problem arose where you have bad audio or or. Uh, something was wrong in the video, something went wrong, and you were not prepared for it, you weren't able to fix it, you didn't have time to fix it, Uh, you would say, well, fix it in post. And that just meant you were kicking the can down the road to the editor. The editor was going to have to fix whatever it was that you didn't plan for. So you are the editor in this case, and you don't wanna kick the can down the road and make things worse for yourself in the long run so you're going to prepare with the pre-production phase to take care of everything so that your product your end product doesn't need editing okay so that one-time setup with your intros and your outros and your colors and your uh, all of the things that you see on my screen the background the logo the crawl across the bottom, all of that is set up one time and it's there for you every time you do your show. And then when it's done, it's all put together and you don't have to add or edit anything. Okay, so pre-production, you prepare your presentation or your interview. um, That could be coming up with a topic, coming up with uh, ideas about what you're going to talk about. You could do a show flow. You could do slides. Pre-production is that part of it. Um, You're going to create your show and podcast graphics. So that's like your YouTube thumbnail, uh, your cover art for your podcast, things like that. Uh, You'll choose a lead magnet or create a lead magnet. So if you're doing a series where you're talking about um, bananas for a whole series of how wonderful bananas are, your free download will be further information about bananas, a sort of resource that helps you in your series uh, that people would want so that they would have that in front of them. Um, Or it might be an infographic like I have so they could put it up on the wall and follow along with it. Um, But then if you change over to apples, you might want a new download that discusses apples. So each series or topic should have its own download, but you can reuse them. When you revisit the idea of bananas and apples, you might combine them or, you know, go back to the first download that you had and just update it. Schedule your live stream. Again, when you schedule your live stream on StreamYard, it automatically posts on all your social media accounts where you're going to be appearing. And then email your guest. So uh, if you are having guests, you want to make sure that you have good communication with your guests so that they show up because this is a live stream. If they don't show up, you're kind of, um, yeah, (laughs) you're going to have not as good a show. (laughs) You're not going to be able to present the thing that you promised. Now let's talk about production. Production is the live stream, what I'm doing right now. For production, on the day of your live show, you want to check your audio and your video. Sometimes Windows doesn't update and things change. Um, Sometimes your audio is off and you don't realize it until you sit down and you check it. You've got to check your tech every time before you go on live. If you don't, that's the one time I'm sure that something's gonna go wrong because it's happened to me and um, it happens all the time uh, to my friends who are also content creators. Message your guest or share slides. So this is happening on production day. If you have a guest, you want to send them the invitation to join you on StreamYard at least 15 minutes before the show starts so that they can join you and you can have time to check their tech before you go live and you give them a rundown of here's how the show operates, here's, what, you know, here's when you'll come in, here's when we leave, and they know what to expect so they can feel prepared and follow along with your show flow or you'll share your slides, which just means if you're in Streamyard, there's a uh, little button at the bottom that says present and you click on that and it will pull your slides out of Google slides and bring them in so that you're just able to use them very quickly and easily like that. Next, you'll play the intro. And again, the intro is that video that you saw at the beginning of my show where it's got some music, it's got a countdown timer, and then it flows into uh, a video or an intro card with voiceover talking about what the show is, who it's for, um, what we're going to be talking about, so people know they're in the right place. And then we open uh, the live stream. So the intro, while the intro is playing, and the reason that I put a timer a countdown timer on it is when you hit live you want something to already be on the screen beside yourself uh you want your intro to be on the screen so you have a countdown timer so that when you go live they see the countdown timer the audience sees the countdown timer now if you the reason we use a countdown timer and don't just go directly into the intro uh the the talking the voiceover is because sometimes it takes one second to go live sometimes it takes five to ten seconds to go live so you got to give yourself that buffer um for you know internet issues <laughs> You gotta have that timer to give you that buffer and then you go live and you live stream out to uh all your social media sites you start with a great hook and some excitement, and you talk to your audience as they talk to you. Put their put their name up on the screen when they when they say something interesting that uh, pertains to your that maybe a question that, that you want to answer or um, something you want to address. Put their name up on the screen, and um, yeah, so. Production also includes presentation of the slides or going through your show flow or however you want to present. And that might be a whiteboard or it could be um, you just talk to the camera and you say one, two, three, four, five. And those are my five things that I want to talk about today. Thanks for watching. You don't have to have slides, but I choose slides because it gives it a little more visual interest, more engagement. Um, Or you can have your interview going on. and. Make sure that you're listening closely to your interview subject, which is sometimes hard when you're live streaming because all of these things are going on and you're checking stuff, and and then suddenly they said something, and then you're li- and they stop talking, and you're like, oh, uh, I wasn't listening. That that doesn't look too good. So you have to be careful to listen to your guest so you can an- ask them those great follow up questions. After your show is finished, you want to quickly. Uh, say thank you and recap. And uh, then you'll play your outro. And then you'll stop streaming. Now with the outro, kind of the same thing is with the intro, except the other way. Uh, at the end of your outro, you want some blank screen, black goes to black, fades to black. Um, that way, when you hit know stop the stream it's going to take a couple of seconds to actually stop the stream if you don't have black screen then you'll be sitting there on screen going oh hi again (laughs) and then you end so it's a little bit odd if you don't so put some blank screen on the end of your outro to help you with that post-production this is what happens after your live stream because we have done so much of the pre-planning and pre-work and the pre-production, we shouldn't have to do any editing or much of anything other than distribution at this point. So the focus is on distribution. Uh, your live, If your live stream audience is small, like you only have one or two people showing up for your live streams, if that, then it is imperative that you do good distribution of your content to get it out there so that people will see it in the replay. Uh, Otherwise you've done all that work and nobody's going to see it. So focus on distribution. Download the audio and video files. If you have an external hard drive that you can put those audio and video files on, that will save your hide in a lot of cases. Um, So download the audio and video files because you're going to need them and you're going to use them for other things. And then you can check them, make sure they're not corrupted, and then you can delete them off of StreamYard. Now, StreamYard will um, hold 50 hours of recordings for you, but the best and easiest time to take care of deleting those recordings is right away, if you can. Uh, After you've downloaded them, then you can delete them. Uh, upload to your podcast app, so if you're using uh, audio files for your podcast app, you can upload the audio. If you're using Anchor, you can upload the video. They'll let you upload the video, and they'll separate out the audio and the video, and the video will go to Spotify. Spotify will play your video if that's what you upload, and then the audio will go to all the other podcast platforms that don't host video, so they'll do it both ways for you. That's why we. One of the things we like about Anchor, it does that for you. Um, once that's done, uh, you'll also be uploading it to your transcription service. We use Descript, and while it's everything's still uploading to Anchor, you can still be uploading also to Descript, and that will transcribe your transcript. So these things can happen at the same time to save you a little bit of uh, time, if you have two screens like we do, it's very helpful, right? So you've got your transcription going off on one screen. You've got your, uh, upload to your podcast on the other screen, and then you're going to uh, put up your show notes. And, uh, that's part of your upload to your podcast, transcribe, edit, and po- edit and post your blog. Uh, that's part of your post production is getting your blog up. Um, it's going to increase your SEO if you have a blog. And uh, Anchor will also hook you up to wordpress.com uh, immediately, uh, automatically. So all you have to do is push the button, yes, I want to go to my blog. And then you can s- expect to see the title and the show notes already uploaded to the blog. And then whatever you add, if you add the transcription or if you add the edited uh, version of that to make a nice readable blog that's up to you, but i I suggest the readable blog for for best effect. Uh, social media posts again, if you want to do anything with your audio or video um, to make short snippets and post it in other places, uh, take out a quote, make a quote card, put that up on Instagram, anything like that. Your social media posts, um, and then of course you're going to want to check and make sure that the ones that you've set up to go out automatically are going out automatically like they're supposed to, and then newsletters. Uh, personally, I take part of my blog posts, I combine them, I put them into my LinkedIn newsletter. When I use when I first started my news my LinkedIn newsletter, which was actually January of this year, I. Spent quite a bit of time thinking and processing and writing and what should I put in there? And then I was like, you know, I've got some pretty good blog posts. So I have a blog post for this show now and I have a blog post for messages and methods. So I take some, yeah, a few paragraphs out of each blog post. I put them together. I put in uh, the video which you can just embed in your LinkedIn newsletter and, you know, a few extra paragraphs to introduce it, highlight a few things uh, with bold and titling and add a few images. Um, It's beautiful. And it doesn't take that long because I'm taking blog content and inserting it into my newsletter. And we do the same thing with the email update that we send out. That newsletter also gets some of our blog content makes it a lot easier to come up with things to talk about in those publications. Uh, Next, we're going to talk about the schedule. And why do I recommend a schedule instead of a to-do list? A schedule is better than a to-do list because a schedule promotes commitment because it's on your calendar. It's not just a list of suggested things that I might get to eventually. It is I have set aside this time on this day to do this task. So it promotes commitment. I have put your tasks in order. Uh, according to, you know, this framework, there are certain things you have to do in a certain order. You have to create your title and your description and your graphics before you can schedule your show on StreamYard. Now, if you don't have them in order in a schedule, then you're going to be going back and forth and trying to remember what to do when. Uh, so, stick to your schedule and it's easy. Spreads them out. So if I I look at my calendar for the week, I only have two tasks each day, Monday through Friday, that I need to focus on and get done that day. Now I give myself, you know, I can move those times around for certain things because, you know, they don't have to be done at a certain time, but they do need to be done on a certain day um, and in a certain order. So I can look at my calendar and say, oh, well, I only have two tasks and then I have the rest of the day to do other things. So it uh, spreads them out and it reduces anxiety. I don't have to get, you know, I don't have to look at a big long to-do list and go, oh my God, I have to get all this stuff done. It's, I have two tasks to do today. I have two tasks to do tomorrow. Um, and, And it just Gives you more of a ease and flow, and then we have the Parkinson's law. With the Parkinson's law, is that any task will fill up all the time you allot to it. So if you don't allot a time frame to a particular task, then it will take as long as it takes, uh, as long as you have. Right? How long is you know when you go to schedule something on your Google Calendar? It automatically gives you an hour to do it. Well doesn't always take an hour to do something. Some things only take 15 minutes. Well, you can schedule it for 15 minutes if you know that it's only going to take 15 minutes. And then, you know, um, you've got some buffer time before and after if you need it. But try to schedule things for the amount of time that you think they should take. Now, if you, for me, the thing that takes the longest is my blog, editing a blog post, because I use uh you know conversation for the messages and methods uh blog i use the conversation transcript and then i have to pretty it up right you got people use the word so a lot take out all the so's you people use the word and a lot so we take out a lot of the ands and then you know the way we talk isn't the way that we would write. So kind of changing that text into something that is readable and makes sense uh, because when we're talking, a lot of times we repeat things or we put sentences out of order because it makes sense in context when we're speaking. But if we're reading, it doesn't make sense. So there's a lot of more time than it takes to write a blog post and make it look good and readable than pretty much anything else, but I can say, okay, well, I'm allowing the morning, Friday morning to get this blog post done. And then I'm allowing uh, Friday afternoon to get the second blog post done. But I know that if I, on this particular show that I have slides, so I can do my blog post ahead of time based on my slides. And I kind of know what I'm going to say. So My blog post for this show, for this week, is already done. Now, that's something that you can get to um, after you've got the framework established. And uh, that's why it's good to have that. This is the content consistency schedule that you'll get when you go to the download at framework.agkmedia.studio. And it is my schedule. Now, my schedule presupposes that the live show will be on Thursday. If you decide you want to do your live show on Tuesday, then you're going to shift schedule to make more sense for you. But this is the one that I created for a live show on Thursday. So we're going to talk about that. Monday, uh, my tasks are to schedule social media posts uh, with a social media scheduling app, and I use Missing Letter. I actually use three different ones, but Missing Letter is the one that we're talking about because it pulls in my blog post, and then I will set up the uh, social media posts in there for a, I I usually do a two-month blast is what it's called, a two-month blast, and I think it's 16 posts. So I set that up uh, with the quotes from the show. And, and it pull quotes out for me, and I can choose which ones I like. I can uh, put in hashtags. Uh, I usually use content marketing as one of my hashtags, content creators sometimes. Uh, things that, and it will tell me if that's a good hashtag. And then um, images. I can upload images from Pexels or um, my thumbnail, I can upload that. So these are things that I use to schedule social media posts. And then I have another program called Social Web Suite. That's the one that I talked about where it just brings in all of the published content and it sends it out to all those sites for me automatically. Um, So you need to look at what one works best for you. And I I like those two okay so and then on Monday I also do my LinkedIn newsletter and I talked about my LinkedIn newsletter and how I combine blog content from both blogs. I create a canva graphic for the um, the banner. Now the banner is the same every week except for the title. So I have that in canva. I just pull it up, change the title and download, upload, put it in LinkedIn, um, put my blog content in there along with uh my embedded youtube videos and a few pexels images or i might use some of the uh, bitmojis that you see on my slides i sometimes use those so that creates a linkedin newsletter and again it goes by really quickly when you have that set up that way tuesdays i have to come up with a topic title and description for my show now uh in in actuality, it's for all four shows, Uh, but for beginners, one show. Uh, Come up with a topic, a title, and a description. Check your title through TubeBuddy or VidIQ or a headline analyzer to make sure that it's uh, going to grab the attention of people. Uh, People are looking for that information. People are typing that into Google. People will want to watch your video based on the title. So check your title for SEO purposes. Then next, uh, you're going to create your YouTube and podcast thumbnails. I use Canva. Uh, The YouTube thumbnail is a rectangle. The podcast thumbnail is a square. Once you've created the YouTube thumbnail, you can just, uh, in Canva, you can hit Copy and resize. So it just takes all the elements and resizes it into a square for you. So then you can adjust things as needed. Next is to schedule the show on StreamYard. And you need your top, your title, your description, and your graphic if you're going to schedule a show on StreamYard. So that's why it's in this order. Next is email update. We create an email update that we send out every Tuesday and uh, you want to make sure that you're building your email list and you're communicating with your email list every week. And I do that on Tuesdays and we use SendFox. Next, uh, email your guest. If you have a guest, email them with the links to the show that you've scheduled. I will, I will send them the link to our Facebook page, our, um, linkedin show and our youtube show so that they have all three links and then i say you know wherever you want to send your audience here's the three links and then i give them the graphics so they can share those and start telling people hey i'm going to be live on this day come watch um so then they have that information now i put uh email guests with links and graphics, and I put three different applications, JotForm, Google Sheets, and SendFox. We use JotForm as a place for them to sign up to be on our show and give us their information. We also use a calendar app that I didn't put on there. We use TidyCal. You can use Calendly or any calendar app. Have them sign up, use a JotForm to give you the information that you need for uh, for your description and your all your information, and then we also have a Google Sheets where we keep track of all the interviews that we've done for the year. Who's who's on what day? Um, that's something that you can ascribe to eventually. Wednesday, I do check analytics. We always take a look at our YouTube analytics on Wednesdays to see how we're doing. How's this channel doing? Are we getting more subscribers? Or which videos are doing well? Um, is it? Uh, we lately have been looking at now. Do people seem to prefer the live streams or the uploaded videos? Which one's getting more views and which one is getting more impressions, which means YouTube is sending it out more. And we've noticed that for our travel channel, New Mexico Day Trips, uh, they send out more the uploaded videos than they do the live streams. So we are focusing more on doing more uploaded videos. Even if that means taking a piece or a clip out of a live stream video, and uploading it, which I did on my channel last week. Um, But check your analytics, because that's going to keep you informed as to what's working and what's not. On Wednesday, I create the slides or the show flow for my live show. And uh, I use Google Slides or Google Doc if I'm doing a show flow. Uh, For Women Conquer Business, we use a show flow. And sometimes Jen will do slides, but if I'm doing slides, I'll use Google Slides. She uses Canva for her slides. Uh, Then on Wednesday, I also have the task of outreach or collaboration, which means every Wednesday, I will look at my pod match to see if anybody has reached out to be a guest on our show, or if anybody's asked me to be a guest on their show. I also will uh, try to do some outreach on social media that might include Alignable or LinkedIn, um, trying to reach out to people to think about collaborations or other campaigns that I might work on. That happens on Wednesdays. On Thursdays, the live show happens, and that is using StreamYard and social media sites. So using StreamYard to send it out to my social media sites. Then I upload the podcast. Uh, I use Anchor FM. Then I work on the transcription, and I use Descript for that. You can also use Descript for editing if you want to edit your audio or your video in any way. Uh, Descript will handle that for you. Uh, It isn't as intuitive or, yeah, it's not quite the same as using an editing program. I will say that because uh, their editing program is pretty new uh, for video. It's still in beta, but their audio is pretty good. Um, There's a few buttons that you hit and it gets better. Like uh, you can do studio sound and they keep improving that function. And all you have to do is hit the button studio sound and you say, do you want it 100%? or any, anything between zero and 100%. You can choose how much of that you want. And that's helpful if you really need some editing done on your uh, either your podcast or your video, and uh, you're not really sure how to do it in another program, so you can use Descript for that. Show Notes. Uh, use uh, Google Doc uh, every week. Jen and I use a Google Doc for our show flow, and we just change it out. So we use the same thing, and then once it's done and used as show notes, then we just start and start the new show on there the next week. You can do that. Uh, Google Doc is an easy thing to use uh, between people, and of course, uh, YouTube Studio. You've got to go in and process your show. So you got to make sure your your show notes are correct. Maybe you want to put in some timestamps, uh, which is really helpful for SEO as well. Uh, Maybe you want to pull out a favorite quote from the show. Put that in your description. Make sure all your links are in the description that you promised would be there. And then uh, put an end screen on. So you want to put your recommended videos that people go watch at the end of your video. Make sure you do that so you're not wasting that end screen. Friday, I edit and upload and publish my blog post. I use Google Doc to... Well, actually, I'd use a few things. So I take the Descript, I've downloaded it, it comes downloaded as a Word doc, I run it through Word really quickly. And then I upload it into Google Docs so I can work on it there. And then I have I can store it there, I know where it is. And, you know, I sort of have my files on Google Docs, and I can share them with other people. So I like them on Google Docs. And then I copy and paste it into WordPress. I find that's a lot easier than trying to, trying to write in WordPress is not not easy. So uh, it's not intuitive. So I don't do that. I use uh, Google Doc and then I copy and paste it into uh, WordPress. And then an email blog post announcement. You can send out an announcement uh, to let your email list know, hey, I just put up a blog post. I just published this blog post. It's really great. And you should go read it. And People who are readers, who are reading your email, will also want to read your blog post. So make sure you're sharing that with them when you do that distribution. Okay, so our takeaway tip for today. Grow your online business and audience by consistently creating and posting content. I'll say that again. Grow your online business and audience by consistently creating and posting content that's content marketing. And that distribution part of it is the marketing part. You've got to do that, right? Commit to a weekly live stream. Follow through with your tasks Monday through Friday. If you do that, you'll never have to work weekends. Ah, And automate your content distribution. Again, three times social media posts go out. When you schedule with StreamYard, they go out When you're doing your live stream, it's going out. And then when you set up your automated scheduler for social media, it's going out more. So that distribution is key and you can't distribute consistently if you're not creating consistently. So do both consistently. Consistency is your key to a successful online business get started by grabbing my super efficient content consistency framework and schedule once again at framework.agkmedia.studio. If you have questions, if you have, uh, I don't know how to set up my studio. I don't know what equipment to use. I don't know what apps are the best for me. I have this, but I don't have that. What do I do for lighting? Questions like that, Write to me at support at agkmedia.studio, or we can set up a, a, a conference, a free consultation at consulting.agkmedia.studio. So, all of that is in the crawl and it's also in the description box for the video and the show notes for the podcast. So, please, if you have any needs in when it comes to consistent content creation, please get in touch with me. I'm happy to help you with that. And now, I'm going to show you how to close out a show (laughs) and once again, thank you so much for being here with me today. I appreciate you and I hope to see you again next time. Thanks for listening today. I hope you got some value from what I've shared. I appreciate you and we need to stick together and support each other. So please subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. If you've got questions about content creation, distribution, marketing, or mindset, Write to me at support at agkmedia.studio. I'd love to hear from you. Together, we're living the livecast lifestyle 2.0. I'm Shelley Carney.